coming up on a holiday weekend. Labor Day. Labor Day, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. See you guys. Episode 55. That was it. <laughs> We're just going to take a break. Have a nice Labor Day. Have a nice Labor Day. <laughs> We're taking a break from our labor. <laughs> With that, do hope that you guys have a good um, times. Yeah. You doing anything? You're going to uh, camp? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to camp. <laughs> Congrats. I'm going to Labor Day camp. I'm proud of you. It's very patriotic. Up at Center Hill Lake. Yep. Up in Tennessee. You know what the town is? Possum, possum no. Lick. No, my school was in Possum Town. Oh, I knew there was something like that. We're going to 10 Mile, Tennessee. Oh, I like that. 10 Mile. Similar to 8 Mile, Detroit. It, it's it's very, uh, it's like sister cities. Yeah, for it's sure. It's very, very Have similar. little signs. <laughs> yeah. It's sister very... city to 8 Mile, Detroit. <laughs> well, we just got two more miles. Yeah, that's right. No big deal. We're not, <laughs> hey, nobody's counting. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, my... Um, wife the church she grew up in church that i went to when i was in high school and college and stuff they have always done a labor day camp so we didn't go last year pandemic we didn't go two years ago because the twins were born they were just too young so it's been like three years so we're excited to go back and um it's just chill like there's one less than at night i think that's such a cool idea like you know at least in my own life yeah uh when you do stuff like that, it's always with these sort of smaller groups, which is great. It's like you go with, with your youth ministry yeah, or like yeah, a children's yeah. ministry weekend thing. Yeah. But like to do a whole church. like Well, gonna, I mean. Like a family camp. It's like a thousand member church. And I think like 200 people are coming. Yeah, but, but it's still it's 200 open. people. It's, that's a lot. Yeah. That's great. And so um, everyone kind of has these front porches. So it's at a new, it used to be at Fall Creek Falls. Do you stay in like uh, uh, little cabins? Uh, I say little cabins. No, it's balling. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It's super nice. I mean, it's not like hotel nice, but it's yeah. kind of uh, okay. like one room will have like, we'll have one big building and there'll yeah. be one, two, three, four, five, six rooms. But one room will have like eight bunks, <laughs> like a shower room that has two or three showers, yeah. all that stuff. And then like a queen bed in it. Oh. So we could fit a bunch of people in one. Um, there's a big front porch and they're all kind of lined up and there's one runway in the middle. Everyone gets their camping chairs. You all sit in the front porch, kids riding bikes. There's the lake. People bring their boats. There's a wiffle ball game that happens and a kickball game and there's swimming pools. Like, it's just like a fun movie stars, movie stars. I don't know. You said swimming pools, movie stars. You ever seen Beverly Hillbillies? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's just typically not in the front of my mind. Is uh, Alan um, Jackson's there? Yeah. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's Center Hill, uh, and there's like a big like mess hall, but it's like super nice. Yeah. But there's a puzzles and games and just sit around and play cards and stuff. So love it. It's it, it's really cool. It's super relaxing and it's fun. I mean, as relaxing as it's going to get with three kids. Yeah. But it's still cool to go. So we're excited to go do that this weekend. Sweet. Um, you guys are going to the beach. Beach. Last beach trip of the year. We 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 got it in this year. We went to the beach last week. Yeah. So we were we were out last week. We pre-recorded last week, guys. Yes. I actually listened to if you guys don't listen to the Nate Land podcast. I listened to the Nate Land podcast. You did you to, tell me about that? Yeah, probably. I'm sure you did. Nate Bargazzi from Middle Tennessee, who Dunlap? actually from, from Dunlap or what what's it called? Dunlap Corners? Hickory. Oh, Hickory, that's it. Dunlap. So there was a DuPont village. DuPont. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There was a DuPont plant there. Uh, Donaldson. Okay. Which actually my high school is playing his high school this Friday night. Are you going? I thought about, but it's at, it's at their place. Yeah. 
I don't feel like driving to Donaldson. The only reason I like to go to my old high school games is because I just get to go up in the press box. Yeah. And it's AC and I get to sit there and have free drinks, like free Cokes and coffee and just sit around. Yeah. Um, I don't, I won't, I won't. And I get in free. I won't. You won't get that at, I won't get at the old rival. At the old DCA. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. But anyways, Nate Land Podcast, I've listened to one last night. And they were talking about how their episode that they did last week was pre-recorded, ah. and they had a big discussion. Yeah. We've kind of had this discussion, like, do you let people know, <laughs> do you let the listeners know, hey, this is pre-recorded? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we think we should, because what if, like, someone dies in between? <laughs> and we well, didn't say a word about it. Yeah. But, well, you're talking, you're like, wait a minute, that guy yeah. is in the hospital. Why, yeah. how's he doing a podcast? Or yeah. this guy's dead, or this guy's <laughs> out of the country. I know he how But... Um, anyways, last week was pre-recorded because we were at the beach. Y'all are going back to the beach again. You just missed the hurricane. Yes, we're splitting the hurricane. You yeah, went we were, before. We we're were going there after. days before. You're going days after. So, be good. Hopefully, you guys have some good plans. If not, just get outside. Or just oh, relax. Relevant to the conversation Ooh, today. Today, yeah. Well, we don't need to go any further without wishing the big beard himself a happy birthday that we <sighs> celebrated yesterday. Justin is turning the big two five. Yesterday, turning the big two five. He's he's in, he's reached his mid twenties. He's looking as youthful as ever. <laughs> and this yeah, is, twi- I can't remember twenty five. That was twelve years ago. <laughs> oh my word! Don't say that. That was twelve years ago. Yeah, yesterday the thirty August. Well, again, we we're recording this on a Wednesday, so on Tuesday, yesterday, August thirty first was my birthday. Also with Misty yes. in the office, we share a birthday. Um, so wished her a happy birthday and. You guys came over. We got to get back and get Taco Tuesday again. Yes. That was good. It was great. I, we turned around. Like, your family's at our house for two seconds, <laughs> and all of the boys had their shirts off. They all had their shirts off. Very quickly. Yeah. For the rest of the night. It got out of hand. Yeah. For the rest of the night. <laughs> just I was like, okay. That's what we're doing now. That's what's going to happen. We were like, sorry, Lala. <laughs> She's just like, there's so many boys. She's used to it. Yeah. Um, well, hey, we got an announcement. It's time for a Bible Buffoon's Global Update. <laughs> hey, guys. Off the bat, last week's podcast, our numbers were way down. Yes. Two weeks ago, they were way up. Maybe that's why they're down. But back-to-back weeks, last week and this week. Yes. Actually, I think this morning, we got two new countries. Yes. I've never been to these countries. Well, me either. I've been to... Some Europe countries. I've been to four or five, six Europe countries. I've never been to Europe countries. But we have Denmark last week. Welcome to the Danes. <laughs> Welcome, Denmark. Um, cool flag. Very cool flag. Simple. I like it. Clean. So, Mary Beth, um, the boy's birthday, we celebrated it at the beach. It was like two weeks after the birthday, but all the family was there. So, yeah. we did a birthday celebration at the beach, and we did an Olympic theme. Of course. And so, she got like banners that has all the flags on it yeah. and we put it up all week long yeah so like we're just sitting there going ah oh, what's that flag what's that flag oh that's a cool flag yeah there's a lot of dope flags yeah. uh, but we saw i was like i like denmark's it's yeah. clean um classic it's classic it's one of my old flags it's one of them old flags <laughs> uh and then i think this morning late last night this morning we got spain awesome awesome spain awesome thank spain. you welcome spain they speak Spanish in Spain, right? Hola. Hola, Spain. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, d- is Dutch a language? Yeah. Danish. Danish. They speak Danish there. That's a food. Yeah, but it's also a language. <laughs> Danish. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't know Danish. Oh, yeah. We'll just welcome you in our native tongue 
English. Hello, Hello. and welcome. In <laughs> uh, Spain, hola. Hola. Gracias. And thank you. And thank you for <laughs> being a part of us and joining the podcast with us. Um, How many? All right. I just wait. Wanna... Are we? Is Spain the reason we're here? I don't know. Have history. You're uh, like, is that Christopher where? Columbus? But wasn't that was a Spanish right? explorer? I right? believe. Yeah. Isn't is that kind of like Spain led the charge of? I mean, I know that there was people already here. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, but yeah. like what we learn about. Why white people are here. Why yeah, white part people of are over here yeah. is because of Spain, right? Yes, yes. Okay, cool. There you go. You were going to say something else. I cut you off, but uh, it wasn't good. Anyways. I don't remember. Oh, no, I was going to say, how many people in foreign countries click on our podcast and listen to like the first 10 minutes and are like, I I don't understand this. Well, hey, if you're doing this, guys, we're talking about the Bible. Trust me. We're talking about gets, the Bible. We get there. We definitely get there. Um, yeah. So cool. We got that. No new states or districts. Or districts or uh, uh, unincorporated territories. Unincorporated? I don't know. Well, that's what cities. That's what Possum Town is. Oh boy. This is unincorporated Possum Town, but you cannot incorporate Possum Town. How can you? It's not possible. It's too crazy. <laughs> it, I think there's more cows. All right. Here's a question. I think there's more cows than people in Possum Town. Possum Town. There had to be some reason that it. Was I don't know the history of Possum Town. Do they you think? Do you think there were a lot of possums and they're like, oh, this Possum Town, or do you think one guy saw one possum and he was like, this is Possum. This town. is Possum Town. What is the country music artist old guy? He's probably dead. George Jones. Yeah. Really? The yeah. Possum. The Possum. Yeah. I wonder if he, if some guy listened to him, I was like, you know what? I think George Jones would like this place. Call it Possum. We're town. gonna call it Possum Town. And it's got a little statue of him. It doesn't. Oh. Uh, or, a, or a possum. You know what? I'm, we're going to start that. Guys, we're going to start a GoFundMe. Look it up in the show notes to raise money to build a possum statue for Possum Town. Love it. I don't think it's going to happen, but um, I don't know how to do a GoFundMe. I think they'd probably quickly take us off. But They're like, this isn't something like, that we should be funding. We have people in New Orleans that need money. Yeah. There's a lot of people around that need you stuff. You guys are a distraction And I'm right over now. here being like, we got to do a possum statue. <laughs> I could probably buy a possum statue right now for about twelve fifty online if I really wanted to. You could. Or you could just put a, that big eagle statue you've got and just rename it to Eagle Town. That'd that's, be pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah. I don't think there are no eagles in Lebanon. Uh, <laughs> or Possum Town. Um well, all right. Well, hey, you hit on it a little bit on uh, a little, um, little preview. getting outside. Um, if you have your Bibles, this is going to be, this is a little series, just kind of a one-off one um, on this. We're going to be hitting on Psalm 19, um, hitting a little bit of Psalm 19. I got verse one through four. I, uh, there's more to it. <laughs> there's more than four verses, um, but I'm kind of looking at one through four. And just going to kind of dissect this and just kind of look at this, um, just this idea of that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to read that. Is that cool? Read it up. If I read the Bibles. That's okay with me. All right. Psalm 19, 1 through 4. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Um, 
I, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. That's just a dope, beautiful psalm right there. Psalm of David. Um, but look at the beginning. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. And what we're going to kind of look at now is really just kind of discuss like how does nature, so yeah. we, you know, we talk about the heavens declare really kind of looking at in the skies proclaim the nature that God has created. Yeah. How is that proclaiming the glory of God? Mm. Um, and it does. How's it not? Right. Like that's, <laughs> that's, you know, that's probably harder to ask. Like, how does it not do that? Yeah. Um, and just kind of looking at that of like, how does, um, how does the earth do that? And so I want to take a step back. Okay. Cause if we're going to try to answer how and how we appreciate and just the wisdom and just the, uh, um, encouragement we get from these verses, I think we kind of have to dissect it a little bit. Okay. And so it says the heavens declare the glory of God. I think we got to figure out what is the glory of mm, God. Yeah. Because that's a very, uh, I'll say it's a churchy word and, mm. it, and that's easy to read the glory of God. And it's all over scripture. Yeah. Like the glory of God is all over scripture. But if I was to ask you, if I was mm. to ask you listeners, if I was to ask a room full of people, define the glory of God. I don't think hands might go up as fast as we think they would. Yeah. Right. And, and I think you would probably get a lot of different answers. And I don't think they would all be wrong. I, either, think, they, right? I think they might all be right. They might all be right. In yeah. That. Correct. So it, it's just weird. It's hard to define. And I read, um, I read some stuff. Um, I think back in early two thousands or late nineties, John Piper did a, um, series kind of on this. And he talked about like how hard it is to describe mm. the glory of God. And the way that he did it is it's almost like describing beauty. Mm. How do you describe beauty? Yeah. Like, well, that's a good question. Like beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? So you're yeah. like, well, my beauty, if you look at painting and like, this is gorgeous. I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get this. Like <laughs> my two year olds can do this. And if they do, I think it's beautiful. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just kind of hard. But if I was to say like, describe a baseball. Yeah. You could easily do you it. Can nail that down. You can easily do it. Yeah. Right. How many stitches are in a baseball? I don't know. 108. Okay, there you go. Right? So it's like a ball. It's white. It's white leather wrapped around like a some sort rubber of rubber band ball. Or, yeah. Right? It's wrapped <laughs> around some rubber, but it's but it's uh, this leather ball, white, 108 stitches. It's about 9 to 9.25 inches in circumference, uh, and it weighs about 5 ounces. There you go. So hold your hand. So I can easily describe what a baseball is. You just did. Easily. <laughs> And if, if you've never seen a baseball before, you're like, oh, okay, I get I it. I get it. Holds in my hand. It's yeah. that big. It's white with red stitches. Got it. Describe beauty. Mm. Uh, describe glory. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And it's just kind of different, right? Yeah. So as we kind of discuss the glory of God, we're not going to get too deep in and, and that may be a whole nother series that we do of trying to describe <laughs> the glory of God because we can go on forever about this. There's books and theologians and scholars that have spent lots of energy and time doing this. Um, but what, um, what a John Piper kind of put in his, he said, the glory of God is the manifest beauty of his holiness. Mm. It is the going public of his holiness. Okay. So holiness and glory are two different things, right? Holiness basically means set apart, right? That from everything else on earth, 
from us that he made, from the rocks that he made, from the earth that he made, from everything else, God is set apart as he should be. Yeah. Right? From everything else. So if we can wrap our head around that, which I think we'd all say, like, yeah, God is all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He is all-present. He is everything. Right. We are not. Mm. So clearly he is set apart. Right. Seeing his glory is just seeing that he is that. Mm. Is seeing his holiness put here. Yeah, that's good. And again, that could be in a lot of different ways. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you hit on kind of two keys there for me. One is like acknowledging God's glory is, is sort of rooted in acknowledging that God is fundamentally different and more yeah. and bigger yeah. and better than anything that we are or that we can experience. And I think even that we can even wrap our brains around. Yeah, it's too big. Right? Yeah, it's just it's too big. Yeah. And then the second piece of that is I think the glory of God is something that is experienced. And I think things that Ooh. are experienced versus something that I can hold in Tangible, my hands yeah. is just necessarily harder to get your arms around. Well, yeah. So like if you like, it's almost like music. Mm. Music is this way, mm-hmm. right? Like I can listen to a song and be like, man, this kind of hits me in a weird place where I, I feel joy or emotional or I'm just like, I want to listen to this song on repeat all day long. Yeah. You can hear it and be like, yeah, it's a cool song, I guess. Like, I don't really get it. There's just something. And it's the same with like beauty too, right? Like, man, that is so gorgeous. Yeah. And you could be like, yeah, that's okay. Right? Yeah. Like, it, it hits different people in different ways. So I, th- I think that's a good connection point there because like, like a really... <laughs> cool song or a beautiful song or a beautiful piece of art it's hard to express to someone else why fully yeah why it's impactful to you you can say oh listen to this guitar riff it's really great but i can't really express to you why, why it, it affects you. me yeah. in this certain way and i think the glory of god is a lot like that in that we experience it and we invite other people into sharing it with us, uh-huh. but everybody's going to experience it kind of in their own way. And it's really hard to describe. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult. And it's, when we talk about nature, well, there's a lot of nature. Yeah. There's a lot of outside, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of things that God created and I could see, you know, I'll see people post some, you know, now we have social media, people post a sunset all the time or yeah. we'll post something in the woods and be like, Oh, look at this. And I'll be like, uh, that's just some clouds, dog. Like, yeah. I don't get it. But it's like, for some reason, that hit them. Yeah. Or a waterfall, whatever it is, where it's like, yeah, I've seen that before. Right. But for some reason, that struck a note, a chord with them, where they're like, this is awesome. Yeah. So there's a lot of it around, which I think is genius on God's part. Yeah. On that, where it's not like, this is the one definition of glory and beauty in here. It's like, no, there's a lot of it mm. because we're all different. Yeah, for sure. Hits us different way. There's um, Isaiah 6 3 says, one angel is crying to another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Mm. So in, in, in my brain, I would have put holy at the end of this. The whole world is full of his holiness. Yeah. But it's no, the whole world is full of his glory yeah. because he is holy. Because he's that. And so for us, it's kind of opening our eyes again to say, how are you seeing the glory of God, especially in nature? Yeah. Right. I just got back from the beach. You're about to go to the beach. Um, first, like some people, that's their happy place. Sure. 
Um, I don't remember the last time I sat on the beach and just like, <laughs> we have kids. Like it, there's, for me, it's not a lot it's of like- It's an expedition. It, it's, it's a trip. It's yeah. a, yeah, it's an expedition. It's a, um, I'm the Sherpa for our family. Yeah, like, I'm just so like, packing let's stuff. just yeah. get there. But for some people, they'll set the beach and just go, look at this. Yeah. This is the glory of God. I'm like, amen. And there's yeah. some people that see that in the woods or see that wherever they see it. And again, it doesn't have to be anything big. Like you don't have to go to a national park yeah. or you don't have to go to the beach or Antarctica right. to see the glory of God. It's just trying to train our brains to daily see the glory of God, yep. to daily see his beauty and his glory out in nature, which mm. is what we're talking about. Yeah. Now you can see it through people and through experiences, but um, God has given us this gift, yes. this amazing gift. And even if you live in like right now, you may be in New York City, New York City. You may be <laughs> out there where uh, uh, it's nothing but buildings. Right. But God still can show you his glory with nature um, in different ways. And so we're not saying you have to live in the middle of nowhere, Possum Town <laughs> or 10 mile. You may live in eight mile and, and still see his glory out in nature. Yep. Um, I think there's something about this call to us to get out in nature to see him. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, there just seems to be this idea in scripture that there's this connection between, uh, creation and wisdom, right? Mm. Um, Jesus talked, he used a ton of natural metaphors in trying to Uh express what it means to be a part of the kingdom of God, what it means to be loved by God, what it means to learn from God. Uh, and then, you know, I love I love looking at those stories from Jesus, but you look at the full the full book of scripture that we have, and it's just all over the place. Proverbs talks a ton about you know look at the ant, look at look at the beast, you yeah. know, and like look at how God has in His wisdom knitted all this diverse stuff together, and so there's this idea to me um, that you know we have scripture. It's a tremendous source of wisdom for us as followers of Jesus and people trying to understand what this, you know, glorious God is all about. But it's like creation itself is the second book of wisdom. Yeah. And that if you spend time in God's created order, you're not going to miss that there's something going on here. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really good. That yes, yes, our primary source should be the words of God mm. and reading that to learn about him. Right. But he's given us this free gift too of just his nature. Yeah. Even, even made. that book is like, look hey. around you, <laughs> open yeah. your eyes. And, uh, that's, uh, you know, I, I don't want to go to a weird place, but this has always been one of my biggest points of contention with atheism, um, and a, a disbelief in some sort of divine created yeah. order of the world. It's like, man, talk about faith. I don't understand how you can look at the world, look at the yeah. human body, like look at all this stuff and how it was created and just think that it was all just luck. You know, that <laughs> requires, for me, that requires more, more faith, faith. Yeah. than it is to look and say, oh, some, something created this and they did it on purpose and there's a reason behind it. Well, and then when you look at, and if you go further to just nature, but also the birds and the fish and the creatures and stuff, you know, when it's wintertime, you know, we don't get to go outside as much just cause it's cold and whatnot or yeah. it's raining and stuff like that. Um, and my wife is really good about, Hey, if we're going to watch TV, we're going to watch 
some like nature documentaries and yeah. watch some cool stuff with our son. I'm like, man, look at this. And the more that I watch those, I don't get really into them. I'm like, okay, cool birds. But like <laughs> when you start watching some of that stuff, you're like, oh no, like this weird bug does this yeah. to make this happen to make this. And it's like this weird and like, how did, <laughs> how in the world does that happen? Yeah. And it's like, well, because God created it that way for us to look at that and go, yeah. wow, like you even know about this God. Yeah. Like you even know about the bugs and how they build and do this. And it's just, it's just awesome. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of love in that too. You know, I, I, in this, uh, this book yeah. that, that we shared uh, in preparation for today, it was like, there's 300 species of hummingbird. There's like 30,000 species of orchid flowers. Yeah. Like, you know, if everything was form and function, we'd have one hummingbird. Yeah. And it would do its little hummingbird job and be great. We'd have one, one type of flower. But like God created this whole thing for us to see and enjoy and experience and to connect back to him through that loving expression of creation. And yeah. we're part of that too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's really cool. Like it's <clears throat> not, the world is not simply form and function. The world is beauty and experience and love and joy all wrapped up into this one thing. And yeah, like creation and nature can be scary too. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, just had a huge hurricane come through. But like, if you can't experience that and see God's power, uh, you know, that's, that's another extension of God's glory. It's like, man, I, it puts you in your place. I'll oh, say that. Yeah, absolutely. Spending time in nature and creation reminds me that I am a creation, not the creator. Right. Yeah. I think when we spend our time inside, connected to our devices, and we can curate what we see, what information we're taking in, we can kind of convince ourselves that we're running the show. We're the creator of our space. That goes out the window when you get out in nature. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm just a small, small part <laughs> of what's going on out here. And it reminds you of how big God is, but also how much he loves you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so as we kind of look at this nature and as we kind of talk about <coughs> um, getting out yeah. in nature and looking at it, um, there's this... Um, Preacher, old uh, Methodist preacher, Fred Craddock. Old Freddie. Uh, old Freddie, <laughs> which is crazy because I read some of his books when I was in grad school. Okay. And so I knew his name. Uh, I think he died early 2000s, maybe 2001 or two, maybe five. I don't know. Um, but he talked about this thing of going going marveling. Yeah. Um, when, when he was a kid, his parents, they would go on walks. Yeah. And I think we've lost this a little bit yeah. of, of this time of like, going out and going marveling on um, on an intentional time in nature mm. to see the glory of God. Yeah. Now you can see it, walk into your car, you can see it in and out, whatever you're doing, if you're in the backyard hanging out, you can see it, but actually spending some time saying, no, I want to get out and for the purpose of this is for me to see the glory of God. Yeah. Um, and I think about it back way during the pandemic, um, we went on a lot of walks. Yeah. Right. Like everyone was just outside because you couldn't really leave your house. You couldn't go anywhere, but it's like, I can go on walks. So we'd yeah. go on three, four walks a day. We would go on a morning walk with Jack and the boys were really young. So they were in the stroller, but Jack, we'd go on walks and like, so our, our morning walk would be our, um, 
costume walk. We let Jeff <laughs> like pick a costume out. Yeah. He's like, all right, we're going on a costume walk. And like after lunch, we'd be like, now's our fruit snack walk. You nice. get fruit snacks, then you could go for a walk. And, and the one later would be like, now we have a bike ride. Or yeah. let's teach you how to ride your bike. We do all these different things. And I kind of go back to it in the eyes of him. Because if you've ever been on a walk with a three, four, five-year-old, a quarter-mile walk might take you like an hour. Yeah. They stop at everything. Look at this stick. This is the coolest stick in the world. They're <laughs> like, all right, man, look at this rock. Like, our son loves to collect things. Yeah. He's like, I have more rocks for my collection. They're like, you just picked up gravel from a driveway, dog. Like, this thing's special. He's like, yeah. no, these are my rocks. That's special um, rocks. Especially at the beach. We're at the beach. We have... We have cups and cups of now of just seashells, yeah. broken, whatever. He's like, look how, look at the shape of this. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's a broken seashell, dog. Why don't you find some that are whole? There's yeah. plenty out here. He's like, no, this is my favorite one. Um, and you see that with leaves and trees and whatever. Um, it kind of getting back to almost like this childlike wonder. And yeah. Jesus talks about that too, right? Like um, Matthew 18, truly I tell you, unless you change, become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. I don't think this verse directly says like you need to see the world that way, but mm. it's just part of being childlike of just being in this awe and wonder yeah. of even the little things. And we can get jaded as we're older and be yeah. like, I've seen rocks, I've seen trees, I've seen sticks, but be like, well, no, there's something unique about this. Um, and going on that walk and going on marveling mm. walks to say, no, I want to get out there and see God. Yeah. Um, and be intentional about it. And what he would did as well is he would do that to say, um, after you do that, go and share it. Yeah. Right. Like if you see something now, again, it's almost like a song or a painting. Your, you know, your beauty may be different, but if you can describe like, this is why I think this is so cool. It just gets you a little bit deeper into kind of connecting with God. It doesn't have to be through prayer. It doesn't have to be through singing or reading or listening to a sermon. It can be walking in nature. Right. Um, I think you, I think you hit on a, a key piece of that there when, when that childlike, you know, when you get older, you know, every day, every day you get older, 25, you know, you get, you get cynical yeah. and, uh, you've got pain you get jaded and pain yeah. and you've been through bad times and good times. And, and it's easy to lose sight of God's glory. If, if you're so focused on your own personal little bubble. And I just think that there's something extraordinary about putting yourself outside of that space and into God's space that lets you release some of that burden and drop some of that cynicism and just reflect and, and enjoy God's creation. Um, and I definitely think that's a part of, of, yeah. of what it means to sort of be childlike yeah. in the kingdom of God. It's like, just get out of your own head for a minute and 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 see what's going on around you, how beautiful it is. Well, and I think the part that we get cynical, we get older, I, I think we get amazed by the bigger things, Yeah, which is why like, if there's like a really pretty sunset, if I'm driving home and I see a sunset, I'm like, give it five minutes and I can check Facebook, Instagram, and I'm going to see four or five pictures yeah. of that same because it's like, look, everyone look at this. And it's like, amen, like that's gorgeous. But I don't see a lot of pictures of sticks and rocks, yeah. and little things and trees being like, no, this is also beautiful. This is also what God has created. We expect to see it. And like when we see 
the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And when we see Niagara Falls, when we see these big, huge things, we're like, look at what God's done. But yeah. it's like, there's, would you say, 300 species of hummingbirds? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you this, my, my wife, uh, you know, we moved in November to this new house. We keep calling it a new house. We've been there almost a year. I think it's November. Still new. Still new to us. The people before us did a really good job with their landscaping and yeah. the garden and all that stuff in the back. And there's a lot of um, um, uh, bird, bird houses, bird baths. And so my wife really jumped in on it. And now we have hummingbird feeders. We, she puts seed out every morning or so. And, and if you are at our house at any point for a day, um, you will hear my wife go hummingbird and yell <laughs> at it. Um, and all the kids now see it. And yeah. now they come to this one spot. We, we now feed them in this one area. Um, and I'm like, why are you it's just a, it's just a tiny bird flapping his wings really fast. But the more and more I look at it, I'm like, no, that's actually pretty dope. Yeah. Now there's 300 of those. Yeah. Right. Um, it's just, it's just kind of crazy just yeah. to see that little bit there. Um, but I, but I also think that we need to kind of realize that there is this negative force too. You know, I think about Second Corinthians four four says the God of this world, which would be the evil one, yeah. the God of this world, not of the heavenly realms or whatever. Um, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Yeah, that I think that there's this again the spiritual warfare, this activeness. And I know I shouldn't change the words of scripture to say unbelievers, <laughs> but I think it's also believers too yeah, for sure. of blinding us from seeing the glory of Christ and the glory of God in just our everyday life. Yep. Cause we get jaded and we get older with it and it's just like, okay. And distracted more than anything well, else. That's probably the biggest one. Yeah. Right. That's probably the biggest one of just getting distracted and knowing this of like, being intentional about getting out in nature to see the glory of God. Like yeah. knowing that someone is trying to keep you from doing that and they're trying to put blinders on your eyes and say, no, only look at what you need to look at today. Only, only work at your work or this or that or whatever it is yeah. um, to be like, no, I need to see the bigger picture and the glory of God in that. Um, I think about Genesis 28. This is Jacob. Uh, this is where we get Jacob's ladder, the dream that he had, mm -hmm. um, the vision that he had. Um, and then he woke up from this and he said, so this is Genesis 28, 16. Then, then Jacob woke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. <laughs> right. And how many times are we going to go through the day and go, surely God is in this place. And I didn't even see him. Yeah. And I hope that there's on a day that goes by that you as a listener and as we sit here go, no, I saw God today. And it may not be in this big grand deal, but it may be in something small. Yeah. It, it may be in a conversation. Yeah. It may be in a smile from somebody. It may be whatever it is. But, um, you know, like you said, it's kind of hard to get out in nature and not see God. Yeah. And if you have a hard time seeing God and seeing the glory of God, get outside. Yeah. Um, I know that you do this. You kind of go for some walks sometimes. Walk about. Walk about, right? And you kind of go to, we have Red Mountain Park here, and there's Oak Mountain, and there's uh -huh. um, or Red, is it Red Mountain. There's, yeah. there's a lot of good trails around here too. Um, Moss Rock Preserve. We have a lot yep. around here. To just go out and walk. Yeah. And I, I'm a big, uh, I like to touch things. So, I, so as I'm walking, you know, I'll put my hand on a tree 
And you just, get a poison ivy a lot? No, no, no. I know what not to touch. Okay. So that's also important. <laughs> you learn things. Yeah. There's wisdom in nature. <laughs> There's wisdom. Um, but to touch it and to feel it and experience it, because it's not just seeing. Seeing is probably uh, the, the easiest yeah. way that we experience creation, but you smell it. Oh, yeah. And you can taste it. Smell the rain. And, and you, you go can down, touch yeah. it. Uh, and you can feel it on your feet and in your hands. And, Do you and go barefoot? Sometimes. Ow, I got sensitive feet. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. But, but yeah, like just being out. So like if, if, if you have a time where you're like, I just don't see it, get out. Yeah, you know, to kind of uh, go a little further down the uh, creation being sort of the second, second book of God's wisdom out yeah. there. Uh, you know, there's this idea in scripture that if you spend time in God's word, that that's not going to, that's not going to be meaningless for you. Even yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah, feel yeah, like you yeah, know what yeah. you're doing, it's not going to return void. That's what scripture uh -huh. says. I think the same concept is going to apply experiencing the second book of God's wisdom. If you get outside, I don't think you're going to come back and be like, well, that was dumb. You know, I think it will be an enriching. So like, if this isn't something that you do, and yeah. you're listening to us and you're like, I don't connect with this at all. Just try it. Like, well, and then try it with the mindset of, I want to see the glory of God yeah. because we easily can be like, there's mosquitoes. I got to find, I don't yeah. have any bug spray. It's so hot out. I don't have a water bottle. It's the, like, we can easily get in our head and go, I got to drive to that place. I got to go here. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons that you can make up to say why you can't go do this. Yeah. Um, and we do the same thing with reading scripture too. Like, I don't understand it. This doesn't make any sense to me. This is boring. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. We'll do the same thing, but like, just do it and something will happen. And keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then you learn of like, man, I really see God in this area. Yeah. And you might, I mean, you know, for you, you might now know a trail you like or a place where you're like, I need to get out there. Yeah. Um, Becomes a special place for you. Yeah. yeah. And so that may be for you. And it may be, again, all... We have people all over the world listening. Yeah. It may be so many different places. It, it easily could be like, I, I enjoy, me and my wife enjoy just sitting in our backyard. Yeah. And just hearing the bugs and hearing the sounds and just being outside, hearing the way or the um, winds, both of the trees and stuff. It's like, man, we just, I just enjoy just being outside yeah. or something about this, just being God's creature just kind of um, rejuvenates. Mm -hmm. It just kind of gives me this extra oomph that I need. Yep. It's hard to describe it. Yeah. I'm just like, man, I just like being out here. Yeah. And so for you, you don't have to go on these long 10 mile hikes. It could be sitting outside, Yeah. but do it with a purpose of going marveling yeah. to see him. Go marveling. Go marveling. That's our, that's our big thing is, um, that's your homework guys is to go marveling, spend some time, find something cool and unique. If it's a leaf or a stick or whatever it is. Send us pictures. Yeah, send us some pics um, of like, I, I saw this in nature. This was cool. Yeah. Um, with that. So I think there's a second part to this. There's probably 15 parts. Part number two. But I will go to part number dos for, for our Spanish listeners. For our Spanish listeners. Um, and you even said this earlier, right? This idea of God created this nature, this amazing thing. But we are also part of that. Yes. Um, that we, Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. I, I said that uh, we we are we are also part of his of his nature. Yes, of his creation. It's hard not to think of us as the most important, uh, but I think we are. Yeah, yeah. I think we are the pinnacle of his creation. Mm -hmm. 
we are the only thing made in his image. Yes. We are the only thing that uh, um, was worthy for his son to die on the cross for. Yes. Right. I don't think he sent his son to die on the cross for the rocks or for mountains or for trees. It was for us. It was for our souls. It was for us. Um, and with that, if we were to go back and read, and it says, and then the heavens declare the glory of God, the skies reclaim the work of his hands. They, day after day, they pour, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. It's hard for me to read this and not think that we have a role in this as well. Yeah. How are you declaring God's glory day after day? Mm. If the rocks do it, if the skies do it, if the hummingbirds do it, why can't we do it? Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of our purpose. I think that's part of our goal as well is to um, be, be here and um, in our everyday lives, whatever it may be, be that part of it. Because you know, when John Piper said, the glory of God is the manifest beauty of his holiness. It is going public of his holiness. Yeah. I, th- I think we're part of that going public with that. Yeah. The way that we treat and talk and act and love and all those things we are a way, not that we are God and oh. not that we are holy and set apart, but we get to point to him. Right. We get to point to him and say, no, 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 he's, he's it. Yeah. Um, it's almost like we are interpreters or translators. You know, I think, I think scripture sort of points to this idea and you know, you, you look in Acts, our church has been in, in the book of Acts yeah. for, for months. Yeah. Right. And, uh, how do, how do, when Paul is trying to share the gospel with people who don't know it, he always starts with creation and like this living God. And then he connects that dot. Yeah. The look around you and see that somebody lovingly created this. He connects that dot with the story of Jesus yeah. and how we fit into that. I feel like we kind of have that same role. It's like creation testifies that there's something going on. And then we get to step in and say, let me tell you, you the story. Yes. Let me tell you what's going on because it's been revealed to me. And so I, I totally agree with that. I think that's really a, an interesting idea. Well, and we can get in our head and we talk about this a lot too of like, why the reasons we don't do this? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not as, I'm not as big as the sunset. I'm not as marvelous as the ocean waves. You know, we can kind of go, and to me, that's like, man, why are you minimizing the work of God in your life? Yeah. Uh, you, you, you were saying God can't use you for his glory and to testify and to tell the story of him and his son. And you're like, well, I, it'd be better if, if someone saw the Grand Canyon and could see <laughs> the bigness of God. It's like, you, you tell them the bigness of God. Yeah. And, um, hey, the Grand Canyon is big. But what's even bigger than the Grand Canyon is when a human decides to put someone else's needs above their own. Yeah. When human beings decide uh, that God is more capable of leading their lives than they are. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a it's a a misunderstanding in our own minds yes. that a beautiful sunset is more impactful than God creating a new humanity through Christ. Yeah. It, Sorry, I kind of jumped no, in No, it's good. No, that's that, that's good, but we just kind of have this, well, I'm not big enough. I'm not as beautiful. I'm not this. I'm not talented enough. And we again minimize the work that God can do in our lives for that. Yeah. Um because it's 
because it's going to happen, right? Yeah. So there's a story in Luke, Luke 19. You have Zacchaeus in the first part of that. In the second part of that, you have Jesus coming in, kind of this like coming in as a king yeah. into Jerusalem. And you have people saying, holy, holy, holy. And, and the Pharisees go to Jesus and say, why don't you rebuke your disciples who are following you for that? And he goes, even if they stop saying <laughs> yeah. it, even the rocks will cry out. Yeah. And he's saying like, look, someone's going to do it. Yeah. Someone's going to scream, holy, holy, holy. Why don't it be me? Yeah. And why don't it be us in that? Because the rocks are going to do it. Don't, don't, let, don't let the rocks out glorify God in your everyday life. Yeah. You be that person. Yeah, that's good. You be that person to do it. Like I, I like, and all those things are great, but we're really kind of missing the boat if we're not the one saying, "Hey, this is you know this is really what it is." Yeah. Um, and then two, you know, we talked about this before about us being yes, we are God's nature. Yes, we are here, and we kind of think of ourselves as like the pinnacle. I think another part of it is that we're just too selfish. Yeah. And we've talked about this over and over again in podcasts. I think one reason we don't do this is because we are too selfish. Mm of just thinking like, well, no, I need to prop myself up. Mm. I need to do this for myself or for my glory instead of being like, no, our ultimate one is to praise him. Yeah, that's right. And all, and all that we do. Um, Psalm 19, one through four, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. And three and four is very interesting to me. It says, they have no speech. <laughs> they use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. To this, I think it's big about us telling of the amazing, beautiful story of God. But what you just said earlier of like, it doesn't have to be in speech. Mm. It's probably more in your actions of love. Yeah, for sure. In your actions of um, serving and loving other people. Um, and so you may sit here and say, well, I'm not a preacher. I'm not yeah. a song leader. I can't, I, that, that's not me. Well, no, just your act of love to somebody is going to do it to the ends of the world. Yeah. That's like right. how, how, how awesome and beautiful is that? As from, a the, from the biggest act to the smallest act, it, it's all weaving this new humanity that is more beautiful than yeah. Niagara Falls and more, <laughs> yeah more beautiful than, than sunset or El Capitan or yeah, whatever other yeah. <laughs> national treasure I can throw out there. It's like yeah. when you see a life changed, that is something to marvel at. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so your homework is to go marveling, yeah. get outside, look at nature, look at the beauty of God, connect with him in that way. And that may be not your, favorite thing to do huh. you may be like an inside hermit and be like i want us on the couch and i can watch a documentary about el capitan i don't want to go out. but just go outside for a little bit 10 yes. 15 minutes just look um and i promise you it will not come back void yes um you will get to see him in that um so your labor day homework this get, is a good time for you. you got some time off it's gonna be great you got some time off monday this weekend just go outside get outside see god yes it's gonna be awesome well um I, that's all I have. I don't know uh, if you had any more there. No, it's good. Sweet. Well, good hey, we hope land. that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Labor Day weekend. Uh, we will be back with you sometime next week. Yep. Um, talking about something. Something else. We're, we're, <laughs> something else about God and the Bible. We'll, there's a lot to talk about. We'll never, we'll never find the end of that. Which, which I thought so. I, I didn't think so. That sounds dumb. I mean, it's endless. Yeah. But, but we're, this is episode 55. Yeah. 
episode like six, I was like, we're done, man. Like, I don't know what else <laughs> we're going to talk about, but over and over again. We hadn't even scratched the surface. Haven't even. We can go back and do a whole whole Philippians <laughs> all over again. Yeah, we, yeah. Oh, we easily could do that. Yeah. Or Romans again, right? Yeah. Romans we twelve. We can do that yeah. forever. I'm in that. Well, hey, we love you guys. Like, review, subscribe, share. rate, share. Send us pictures of what you went marveling and what you saw. We love to see that. If you have our cell phones, do that. If not, you can hit us up at uh, thebobblebuffoons at gmail dot com. Yes. Um, send us that, and we love to see it. It's gonna be great. Yep. Well, have a good weekend, guys. We'll talk to you. Bye, friends.